I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. Joining me today is Dr. Wayne Purnell, PhD. He's an author, a speaker, a clinical psychologist. And we're going to be talking about accepting COVID as part of our long-term reality, how to approach this reality with a mindset of ownership rather than a focus on fear. At the start of the pandemic, it may have been a bit easier to adopt a naively positive outlook of, well, someday, someday this will all be over. But like it or not, COVID may be here to stay. And Dr. Wayne Purnell says that the significant point to focus on is the idea that something being here to stay does not equate to that thing as being our normal. It simply means that it is part of our long-term reality. He says that we as humans are designed to be resilient in the face of change and turbulence. We figure out how to change, alter, and control our situation so that even if they continue changing, they aren't controlling us. Uh, Dr. Purnell, uh, a member of the Forbes Business Council, is quoted in the New York Times, Fast Company, MSN Money, Forbes, and other venues. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you on. I can call you Wayne. Thank you. Yeah, Catherine, it's uh, it's a big topic. You know, we've we've come through two plus years of uncertainty, and uh, it's it's leaving us with some questions. I think it's important to also focus on the strong things that it's left us with. Yeah, it's a hot topic for me because I have this conversation with a lot of different people. We're going back to normal. It's all going to be over. And it's not just that <laughs> related to the virus. It's related to the economy. It's related. It's to our whole environment, and it's like we're not going sure. back to anything. That's not how we evolve on this earth, first of all. Evolution doesn't include exactly. going backwards. <laughs> so we can start with that, right? Um, so we're exactly. evolving. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, we're, yeah, we, so think about this, right? We, there are some things that I'd love to start with as a foundation for, for the thinking here. We are adapting. We are evolving. And we are anticipating. And early on, we were, you know, the, the anticipation was very often fear. And, you know, you are the social worker with a microphone. And, and I think a lot of the conversation that I'm hearing is we've all survived this, this trauma. We've all come through a, a unified trauma. And I'm like, well, I didn't experience it as trauma. And a lot of the people I know didn't experience it as trauma. Other people did, and I think that that's an okay thing that we need to identify that. We, as humans, are designed to thrive. And I think a lot of the conversation was, how are we going to survive? Did we get through this day? Did we get through this week? Did we get through? And I think it's really important that we look back and go, okay, if two years ago I had said, hey, Catherine, Every day when you wake up, you're not going to know what the rules of society are. You, you would have laughed, right? But every day we got up and we were told something new. We're going to mask. We're going to social distance. We're going we're gonna to find toilet paper. We're not going to find toilet paper or chicken or eggs. Or it's like, what are the new rules today? You can't go out. You can go out. And it's, it's ridiculous. So... I love to focus on three main things that we've come through that, that we use as our foundation. And from there, we go, well, then what's next, right? And the first one is you're resilient. 
Like if you knew two years ago that every day would be different, you'd go, well, how do I get through that? Right? We're resilient. And I think that's huge. Uh, and I'll, if I can keep going, I'll talk about the other two. Yeah, well, let's talk about resiliency. Uh, okay, sure. Does, is, you say we're resilient. Are we all resilient or is it survival of the fittest? Uh, well, you know, yeah. certainly I, I, I've lost people over the past two years. I know others have been affected. I uh, am one of the lucky ones to have not actually gotten COVID. I know most of the people in my world have. I travel a lot and uh, it's very interesting. You know, I haven't, I haven't gotten it um, for whatever reason. It's great. Um Maybe you have type O blood. Is that what they're saying? People with type they. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that yeah. is a possibility. That that is a possibility. the The thing about resilience is that when we were shut in, and I I don't call it shut down. I you know when we were shut in, we all had choices, and most of the world pivoted. Most of the and that's an overused term, pivot. The thing is, most of us were able to say, okay, now what, right? And, and for me, my commute, I was traveling three, four times a month. My commute shortened to about 12 seconds. I created a studio in my home, um, and, uh, and I was able to, you know, I, I do exponential success coaching. So I help people move to their next level of greatness. And I can do that instead of in person. I can do that sitting at my desk. And for many people, you know, most of the media people I know have moved to, well, we created a home office. We created a home studio. Uh, Most, everybody else, my wife, uh, who was working in a large office building in the city, uh, has set up an office downstairs, right? So, most of us were able to show some resilience and move to adapting to the environment as it was. And I so think what we're looking at now. Sur- and I want to ask you because that sure. that's survival, but are you surviving? Your sounds like you're surviving and the, your family and your colleagues surviving and thriving because one can survive yeah. this, but not necessarily thrive. And there's a big difference. There's a huge difference, right? I, I think that surviving is almost like a disease, right? If we just get through, if we just make it through this day, that is, that is a, a, a dis-ease. It's a function of not being at ease in your, in your world, in your life. I think that as humans, we were meant to thrive. And so thriving means how do you adapt and how do you make use of uh, what's available to you now? So if, you know, if, if the rains come, it's like, well, now we have water. Did we collect it? Did we you know, divert it? Did we use it? Um, if the, you know, when the, when the sun comes out, you know, are we making use of it? Are we taking shade? And so really it comes down to choice. It comes down to personal choice of one, what do you how do you interpret? And I think this is really the key, Catherine. How do you interpret the surroundings that you're in? Because 
this one of the things that happened was people forgot that this was a pandemic and around the world and it became very political well you're this well you're that well you're an anti-vaxxer you're an anti-masker you're a pro-vaxxer you're a you know and and whatever side you were on you were a freak and and it it became very political and instead of recognizing this was a world pandemic. This was a thing that happened around the world. And we, nobody woke up on any given morning saying, today's the day we're going to mess with Catherine specifically. Right? It's like, or, you know, it's like nobody, nobody came after me with this virus specifically. It's like, okay, so I'm going to do what I need to do to stay safe. I'm going to adapt given the information I have, given the uh, given the tools that I have, given the knowledge that I have, I make choices. And that is, that is one of the key elements, right? Resilience. I'll, I'll give you the three and we can talk about them. And when you talk about resilience, courage, yeah, I want to say the yeah. resilience, because I, I like to, this one is, <laughs> this one is key, that if you don't accept the fact, if, or I, I think I read it in the first sentence when I was uh, just describing you, but if you uh-huh. say that, some if if you continue, if one continues to say someday this will be over, you're not going to you're well you're not going to thrive. I don't think, and maybe not even survive. I mean, because right. you really have to let go of that. Like you're saying, what do I have here? What do I have here now? And how am I going to react or respond to it? And because think because it has changed. This is a pandemic. This is something very different for us. We've had there have been pandemics exactly in the past, that. but um, I think that, and I think many people are unwilling to do that. A lot of people are unwilling to do that, as I see. I well, it's and I believe that's fear based. Uh, you know, it's the fear keeps people frozen. And fear isn't meant to do that. Fear as a function is meant to make you aware. And once you're aware, you have choice. And once you have choice, you're back in power. And that's the thing that most people miss is that, look, you know, most of us were in places where masks were mandated. So for me, I asked a question of myself, and that is this, what's available to me now? And that's where... Resilience comes in. Okay, masks are mandated. So are uh, motorcycle helmets and seat belts and speed limit laws. Awesome. What's available to me now? Well, for me, I bought different masks in different colors and different brands and all kinds of stuff to match my mood. So I'm like, I'm going out. What mood am I in? What I am I going to wear today? Gray. What is that? Well, so I bought, you know, I bought holiday masks. I bought, <laughs> I bought masks that are branded to my dynamic leader brand. I bought, I, like it. I bought like all kinds of things that were just like, okay, I have a choice. And I think that's key, Catherine. Can you ask yourself, this is one of the tools I'd love for our audience to get. Can you ask yourself in any given moment, what's available to me now? And now, and now. And now, what's available to me now? And if you stay in that state of mind, you stop going, well, someday this will all be over. It's like, yeah, it's, it, it's turning into an endemic, which means it'll be around. 
we will we will deal with it differently. The same way we've dealt with flu every year, it's flu season. Um, there will be a vaccine or some oral thing that we take. That's fine. And we choose to or not to. That's fine. I think the rules in society will change. And that's part of the bounce back is, you know, the if you feel sick, stay home. If you feel if you feel like you're coming down with something, stay away from people. We, we weren't great at that before the pandemic. You know, people would, would bring their illness to work because, you know, unless you were dead, you, you must come to work. There was a, a different work <laughs> approach to work with different work ethic. Do you so, think, Wayne, that if people had more of a historic uh, background in terms of how pandemics work, how they worked in the past, the Black Plague, uh, you know, the influenza of 1918, smallpox. There's a history that our history with COVID-19 really isn't any different. It's just that it's different for us. And I think we're fairly, as a society, at least ignorant about what has happened in the past, if there's more information about that, so that it helps us to to have some understanding of, <clears throat> oh, well, it helps our re- uh, resiliency, I guess you may say. Um, I, yeah. I think that's really important, and we don't seem to get there. I mean, five years ago, Bill Gates was a, did a TED Talk, right? And he's describing exactly, at that time, what is ha- happening right now. It's no secret. It's science. You know, and, and, right. and pandemics have always been couched in politics. You know. Yes. Yeah. So don't yes. we need to, yeah. So, I think it's a it's a great point. I think that the, you know I'm I'm a big fan of awareness, and uh, awareness leads to choice, and choice leads to greater awareness, and that is a spiral that puts you back in power. And and here's the thing: we're all going to interpret what we see differently, and so if you are living in fear, you're going to interpret a statistic as. Oh my goodness! We need to stay in. We need to. We need to. You know, hide. And other people will say, "Well, this is a great statistic. We're seeing things. You know, this is. We're seeing a spike. That's awesome news. Which is how I took it. We're seeing a spike. That's awesome news. Do you know what's going to happen in three weeks? That's fantastic, right? So, so um, you know, you could predict waves of infection. You can predict. You know. The, the the way things spread, this was airborne. Um, and I'm not a medical doctor. My background's in clinical psych. So, I, you know, what I'm offering is what I've read. Um, this is airborne. Um, seeing people who were in such fear that they uh, would use gloves was actually causing, <laughs> causing whatever was laying out you know, to be spread instead of uh, just using caution and uh, using the the hand sanitizer. It's like, okay, uh, you know, different people approached it so differently. And yes, to your point, the more we know, the more informed choices we can make. And I think that that information puts us back. The, the whole thing about this is really empowerment. You know, I think that that the whole focus of your show here is so that our audience can feel back in control of their lives. And each of us does, we have choices. And yes, does it make sense that we do some research and understand about the pandemic from a hundred years ago? Yes. (laughs) And, and do you know that they would round people up in America and put them in jail? 
if they didn't mask up. <laughs> Things have changed a little bit, and I don't think people knew that. It's kind of interesting, kind of yeah. uh, odd and funny. And people were required to, required to get a smallpox vaccination, and we have eradicated smallpox. That's that's one right. of the other big ones. But you know, you're talking about fear. Fear is sort of, we can react to what fight or flight or freeze. I think those are the three. Aren't those the three reactions yeah. that we can have? Let's not freeze. Um, and we do have choices. And, and, and just to sort of address your talking about choices, I'll, I'll myself. Uh, and being in a, a state where there are mandates for, say, going to restaurants and you have to show your proof of vaccination, that's my choice. Right. I go to restaurants where you have to show proof of vaccination, and I feel somewhat comforted by that and comfortable. You don't have to go there if you don't want to. You can go someplace else. But um, And it is empowering because I can make my choices in that way. Um, that's just one example. It's a great example. Right? We have choices. I choose to go out to a restaurant. That means I must abide by the rules that are currently in place. Um, okay. Or I choose to have food delivered. That's fine. Or I choose not to go out at all because, you know, there is this fear. If we look at, at the way fear operates, like, as I said earlier, fear is really meant to keep us aware. And, it, and you have a choice about how you react to it. So, fear do you you know it's an amygdala hijack do you do you fight do you flee do you freeze or do you get a different perception by asking what's available to me now and then make a choice and step back into your power stepping back into your power that's the key resilience pivoting we're using all yeah. of those uh, words that people yeah. are familiar with, yes. Um, you mentioned courage, or you started yeah. to mention courage, and I interrupted you. What does that mean in the context of COVID-19? Great. <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing to remember. I think this is really, this makes me smile so much because, again, if you wind back the clock two years, and I said, look, every day you're going to wake up with a blindfold on. Right? It's, you're not going to know what to expect about the world. And what you've been told every single day is going to change. Uh, you, you, could, you could choose to cower in a corner and say, wake me when it's over. You know? Or you could say, well, this isn't going to be great, but let's see what, it's, what it is. Right? Or you could say, well, let's see what it is and let's make it great. And it, and it goes to, what are you bringing to your day? And every day you've shown up, not only bouncing back and being resilient, you've also shown up in courage. You've shown up with courage because you've shown up. And I think that that's a really important thing for each of us to understand that, you know what, you stepped into the unknown. It's sort of like parenting. It's like, yeah, all, all these books exist, but until you have a kid, you don't know. And the kids don't come with their own, their own kind of uh, guidebooks. So it's a courageous act to step forward into the day of the unknown. And I just want to acknowledge that and, and applaud that and um, really highlight that, that. That these are skills that you've taken on, that you've used, that you've um, 
embodied every single day for the past couple of years, resilience and courage every day into the unknown. And you've done well. You're still here. Right. right. That's huge. Today, I'm still here. A challenge, uh, I think challenge for me also, I like to add that. I don't know where that fits into the whole gestalt, but uh, I, I view it as a challenge. It, it, things have changed in my life. Things, uh, The world has changed in my lifetime. As we talked about in the beginning, it has evolved. And each day is a challenge. And when I see it and view it that way, um, maybe that gives me the courage to make those choices or to make good choices for myself? Uh, so a lot of people approach challenge as uh, a Sisyphean task, like, oh my gosh, I have to do this again. This is going to be terrible. And you have almost gamified the day. You've turned it into a game. This is a challenge. Of course I'm going to get through it. A lot of people will will go, this is a challenge, another challenge. I'm exhausted. I give up. <laughs> uh Right. And you, <laughs> yes. you're like, Hey, I, I greet the day, right? I'm ready. I'm ready. Throw me a challenge. It's going to be fun. Um, and maybe not fun, but it's going to be like, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to win. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. I think your approach is, is worth modeling. It's like, this is a challenge that you choose again, choice where the, where your personal power comes from. This is a challenge that you choose to take on and you choose to get through. Right. So I you, think. Go ahead. We have, well, we have a couple minutes left, and I know you said that, that we. I think you mentioned three things. So I want. Should we get to the third one? Um, yeah. Yeah. The third one is choice. The third one is to recognize, and and I've been sort of weaving okay, that through yes. in in everything I've said. Is right. So resilience. You've shown that uh, courage. You've got that and choice is where your personal power lies and if you simply remember that every single moment of every single day I used to teach uh, martial arts and and especially when I did self-defense classes that was one of the key things that I would remind them is is you know my students is it's not over till it's over and you have a choice so ask yourself in with every breath, what's available to me now? What's available to me now? And you can do that when you're driving. You can do that when you uh, look at your calendar. You could do that when you uh, wake up every day. You know, I also wake up in gratitude. The first thing uh, out of my mouth is thank you. So I greet the day with, ah, I have this day to serve. I have this day to make other people's lives better. And I think that's one of the things, too, is that, you know, when you recognize you have choice, you choose then how to lift others around you. You choose to make other people's lives better. And when you do that, that is gigantic in, in, in the impact you can have. You could be the beacon. This is how, what's your role? What is your role? I think this goes for each one of us. Ask yourself this question. What is your role in the world as it is evolving? Are you going to be this person? And that's who the question that we're going to leave our audience with because we have 30, a minute left. So I, that's a great okay. question. It's a real, yeah. Good. And so, and also give us a website 
we can go to or, or websites for more information yes, about what we're I would love talking it. about. I, yeah. I, I have five books, and I think uh, Choosing Your Power could be one that our audience would like, and Dynamic Transitions might be another one. And they could find that all at waynepernell.com, W-A-Y-N-E-P-E-R-N-E-L-L.com, waynepernell.com. Dr. Wayne Pernell, PhD, thank you so much for being Great conversation. It's a pleasure. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you've been listening to The Catherine Zox Show. 